Greetings, y'all, and happy Tuesday. I don't know about y'all, but it seems like whenever we get into what I call the burr months, you know, September, October, November, December, the year just flies by. The days get really short, but the lists get really long. And as I speak, I'm looking out my window at snow. Yes, snow on the ground. So I guess you could say the burr months have a double meaning for also how cold you feel as well. But if I'm honest, I have mixed emotions about the fourth quarter. I hold the tension of feeling extreme warmth, happiness, and familial times and joy. And I also slightly hold a little bit of anxiety around what I need to complete by the end of the year and what I want to accomplish. I also feel some kind of way about all the things I wasn't able to do that I wanted to do by year end. I was just telling a friend of mine that I had more ambitious goals for 2022, but then after the accident I had, those goals shifted to just, you know, I just want to regain my flexibility and run by December. I mean, talk about a shift, but I did learn this year that God is really in control, that even in the unexpected, he works things out for your good. My attitude and perspective has shifted to hold a more consistent posture of gratitude each day. And I also have learned that life is so much better when you surrender to what God has planned for you, rather than stressing over what you can do for yourself. For today's guest, I introduce you to Matthew Weaver. He has awesome insight on this very topic, season, and perspective. And he models this type of trust so well. To know Matt is to know that Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Weaver is the commander of the Air Force Reserve Officer Training Corps Detachment 195 and chairman of the Department of Aerospace Studies at the Illinois Institute of Technology. He is responsible for developing and commissioning cadets of character for the U.S. Air Force and U.S. Space Force. So what does that mean? Well, the Detachment 195 trains and educates over 60 cadets from 13 universities in the Chicago area. Lieutenant Colonel Weaver graduated from the University of Michigan in 2005, where he received his commission from the AFROTC program. And throughout his career, he has served in various positions and held many respected high titles, including one that you'll hear in the podcast. He's a brother of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. But most importantly, however, Lieutenant Colonel Weaver is a dedicated and loving husband to his wife, Malika, and devoted father to their daughter, Ava, and twin sons, Noah and Eli. So let's listen to how Matt has prepared himself for what he didn't see coming through a father's love. Hey, hey, everyone. I hope you guys have had a phenomenal week. And if you, regardless of how your week started, it's about to get that much better because I have my brother with me on the Page My Book podcast this week. Y'all, I'm I'm so excited for you. And I haven't even heard what we're all going to jump into. So I hope you're matching my excitement. And as we jump into this, you heard a little about him in the intro. However, as you know, I like for everyone to get to introduce themselves to you all in their own way. So let's keep the party going. Let's keep the tradition going. Why don't you tell all the listeners who are viewers who you are? Um, and let them get to know a little bit about you. Absolutely. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Sis, Allison, thank you so much for having me on this podcast. It is uh, an honor and a privilege to have somebody actually want to talk to me 
outside of my children and wife. Yeah. <laughs> um, but on a, I guess, a professional and personal level. Um, so thank you for that first and foremost. And for our listeners, uh, my name is Matthew Weaver. Um, I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan. What up, though? What up, um, And I currently reside in Chicago, Illinois. Um, I am a proud husband of my beautiful wife, Malika, um, and then father of three children, Noah, Ava, and Eli. Ava's 10, and Noah and Eli are twin boys, seven. So they get all my energy um, and love. So that's pretty much who I am, father, husband, uh, son of God. I love that. I mean, those are great things to be. Um, And so... Matt, I mean, I I will let the listeners know I've known Matt for probably over 20 years, going back to like teenage drama church. Yes. Not teenage drama. (laughs) Drama within the church, like the club. And whole nother level. level. (laughs) Um, The crazy thing is I think about that one play where like the brother dies and all that. I don't know. And I remember we can't do that on the podcast, but go back. (laughs) Just know that we go back to playing a myriad of characters in our youth group um, drama team. So, um, you know, to know Matt is to know that you're going to get someone who's genuine, someone who um, truly loves God, who is real and funny. And so we're going to dive into it. This whole season's theme is around things you didn't see come. And I think that is just life at this point, right? Um, but these are moments that have just changed us, but then also have made us who we are. So Matt, I'd love for you to just share with everyone, what are, what are what is that moment or moments for you that you just didn't see coming? Oh my goodness. So it's so funny, uh, as you, you brought the topic to me a few days ago and I had an opportunity to just kind of think about it. Um, to be 100% honest, like I feel like that's my life. Like I didn't see that coming. And people are like, well, you need to get to know Jesus better. And I was like, well, <laughs> I feel like Jesus is always be surprised at me. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. And, and a good friend of mine uh, who lives in California really helped me in all seriousness to kind of like normalize what I believe. Um, didn't see that coming, looks like. Mm-hmm. Because he said, as long as you approach, like there is no normal. Wow. And I'm like, okay. I can rock with that because I think we 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 build up these expectations of what uh, what we expect in our career or in our love life or in our family or in like all of these things. And when you have an expectation and you don't see it coming, it's like even worse. Like it's like yeah. wow. Like okay, but if you kind of have like this like I guess attitude of agility, if you will, mm-hmm. you didn't see it coming, but you can adjust a lot faster. Yeah. So. Um, what I will share with you though, is I'm thinking I'm like developing to this like agile guy, you know, like we had twins when I was working on my doctorate, didn't see that coming. Um, we, uh, my wife, uh, is still walking through, um, non-episodic lymphedema. So basically nothing happened and it just happened. Didn't see that coming. But I think the most recent one, and this is not a comparative thing, but one that directly, and tremendously affected me uh, happened in 2019. Mm. Um, so for our listeners, I'm active duty Air Force. I've been in Air Force for 17 years. Uh, I'm a Lieutenant Colonel now. Um, that's service. like, that's the end of the story, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and a, and a, you know, kind of random tidbit. Folks, stop looking on social media, see the end of people's story to gauge where you are, because you're going to be depressed every time. 
Those Fact. are highlights. So mm -hmm. that, I just throw that in there for extra. Free nugget. Message. Free nugget. So what happened to me in 2019, I was passed over for promotion. Mm. And so in order for people like kind of understand what that means in the Air Force, I have to add a little bit of context. Mm -hmm. So um, at the given time, you, you promote from second lieutenant to first lieutenant to captain to major to lieutenant colonel, right? And for me, lieutenant colonel was like my stopping point. Now, if God says, I want you to keep going, I'll do that. I'm cool with that. But for me, like that's my, you know, own professional goal. I'm gonna get there, whoop de whoop, get my 20 years working uh, in the Air Force, and then stop and do something else. Yeah. But it literally stopped me in my tracks in 2019. I didn't didn't get promoted, and so again, the context about per year group because you're promoted by your year group mm -hmm. per year group. Um, a, that year about 72 to 78 percent of the people got promoted right mm -hmm. huge blow to the confidence so you telling me i'm not i'm in the bottom 25 percent. that's basically what you're saying yeah and i'm like hmm that doesn't make sense because um again contextual contextualizing the conversation every year we have what's called an OPR officer performance report for my folks who are in the civilian industry it's your yearly appraisal mm -hmm. okay. and if you look at my yearly appraisals for the past seven years number two of 25 number one of blah 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 number yeah. three of this I'm like this is just not adding up to me like how did this happen like I get okay maybe I'm not the number one guy I'm okay with that yeah but bottom 25. So here's the other context of this. In the Air Force, if you don't promote, in a lot of ways, in a lot of cases, after two or three years of atrophy, let's say you get passed over, it happens once or twice more. And then they, they um, what's the nice way to put it? They invite you to leave. Mm, okay. If that were to happen to me, I don't get my retirement. Wow. So I'm like, okay. I thought this Air Force thing was about to be our 20 year. That's going to be our safety net. We can go do other stuff. Mm -hmm. And last bit of context, being promoted above your year gets into the single digit percentage of chance, right? Interesting, yeah. So I didn't, so again, paint the picture. Come up for promotion, year 15, 16, didn't get promoted. I then have a 6% chance mm. to get promoted anytime after that. Okay. Hmm. That number's growing a little bit because we've done some massaging of our um, promotions and all of that. And people starting to really see people behind these numbers. That's a whole nother conversation. But I'm just like, okay, how am I supposed to A, stay motivated to come to work every day? Right. Especially when you feel like something unfair had happened. And so again, last piece of context to put on top of all of this in the year that I was due to be promoted, I took a job at behest of several mentors. They're like, you need to go be an aide or an exec. Mm -hmm. So an aide or an exec, for those who don't speak military, is basically like a professional roadie for the CEO of the business. Okay. Like, so mine was a three-star Navy Admiral. Okay. So they're like, cause so it's, it's kind of, it's not a rule, but it's like one of those unwritten rules. If you take this kind of really, um, challenging, that's probably an understatement job, mm -hmm. that you're going to get promoted. Okay. Like, it's, it's just kind of no. Unspoken, yeah. Right. Yeah, that didn't happen. Listen. So, I'm like, 
hmm, this didn't quite work out the way I thought it was gonna work out. And I'm talking, the crazy part for me is of all the things that are in my life, I take being a husband and a father and a provider very seriously. Yeah. I get it. Like I may not have it together in some other areas, Lord working on me, but that thing I'm going to be good at mm-hmm. because I have, or so I think, full control over this thing. Yeah. I do not. <laughs> and I really believe um, that in this particular scenario, God was trying to show me that. Mm-hmm. Like you are not a control, Matthew. Yeah. And you've been here before, but you've not listened. So let me crank it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, am I saying that God brought this misfortune? Absolutely not. Totally. Correct. However, comma, he has a very unique ability to make all things work to the good for those who love him or are called by his name. Yes. Yes. That sounds cool on the little thing that sits above your nightstand. And when you put it in the I'll little, yeah, a little signature block, you know, like right. but when it gets real and God who is a loving God mm-hmm. starts to love on you, he will do it the way he needs to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ugh. But now we're talking living in not getting promoted, right? Yeah. yeah. So now we fast forward a year. And mind you, I'll come up on the board again and stuff like But now I started to go to Facebook and Instagram and all of my peers. Oh, I made Lieutenant Colonel. Oh, congratulations. And it wasn't that I wasn't happy for them. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I earned that. Like, how am I not here, God? Like, what, what are you doing? Yeah. And I just did not expect that. We're looking at, you know, something I thought I earned, something I thought I deserved. Um, something that is ultimately the livelihood of my family. We're talking about a retirement nest egg. Again, yeah. contextually, uh, for those who don't know, when you retire from the military 20 years, you get half of your ending pay mm-hmm. for the rest of your life, plus full medical benefits. So I'm like, here at 38 years old, 39, and I'm like, all right, oh, I had that plan and uh, didn't really have a backup. Yeah. So what are we about to do? So I'm just just utterly flabbergasted, angry, mm-hmm. upset. You know, I've, I've thought, you know, I've been doing a good job and, and it didn't um, pan out the way I thought it was gonna pan out, really smacked me in the face. But the way that God really started to like show me and turn it was so crazy. Mm. So I think the first, the first kind of scenario that I had post like non-promotion was crazy. So mind you, I'm still in this job working for this admiral, right? Yeah. And um, when you are like, again, this professional roadie, you get calls from everybody and they mama. And these are like important people, like world shakers, right. world changers, literally, right? And I get a retired four-star or retired three-star general calls me, says, hey, um, I heard this happen to you. And I'm like, uh, no, 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 back it up. He says, hey, and I said, well, you know, uh, sir, so-and-so is not available for you, but I can get her, you know, you know, I'm working her schedule and stuff like that. He's like, no, 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 I didn't call for her. I called for you. And yeah. I'm like, mind you, him and I have never spoken. Wow. I'm like, um, sir. <laughs> He's like, uh, you know what? You know, organizationally where you're currently stated, this has happened before and it's happening again and I don't like it. Wow. I'm like, 
Say yes, more. Sir. We, right. we don't like it. Say more. Like, right. I'm like, okay. So apparently he would, he used to be the leader of this particular organization since went to retire. Um, it's a joint organization that has Army, Navy, Air Force, and Marines. Again, mm -hmm. for those of you who don't speak Air Force, you have a joint environment. The thing is, all you need to know, we don't all speak the same language. Mm -hmm. So what my principal was trying to relay in my performance report wasn't spoken in the right language. So when my board who got the report, they were like, oh, well, it probably means this. Got it. Missing in translation. I'm like, y'all need to figure it out because I'm the one sitting out here. But anyway, he talks to me about this and it really put me on my heels and that, um, and I'm a butcher it, but the scripture that talks about shall men give into your bosom. Yes, yes. I, I, think, yes. I think we live in this place where a lot of folks think things are just going to drop out the sky or yeah. that the Lord is going to bless you. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you mm -hmm. know, the whole, that's a whole nother conversation. Blessing is an empowerment to prosper, not like a thing, but that's yeah. a whole nother conversation. Yeah, but um, put it in that, but yes. Yes, we'll, we'll come back. But it was somebody who recognized something happened that mm -hmm. should not have happened, who said, hey, I'm going to take action. Mm -hmm. even as just the influence that I have, yeah. even if it's, I can call somebody on your behalf mm -hmm. and for me to hear that, like, to me, it's like, wow, like, okay. And it was like, no, I, it was really the Holy Spirit speaking. Like I am a good father. Yeah. In my timing, I got it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it reminds me of, um, so I talked to my buddy, uh, a couple of my buddies a lot about parenting and so for those who are not fathers in specific your relationship with your children illuminates your relationship with the father so much wow because now you are in this position and you have to be that to them right mm -hmm. so that's our context there are times where your child is crying or upset or frustrated, or you'll even see them get hurt. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what do you say? Oh, you good? Mm. But for God to say that to you, you're like, no, I want you to pick me up, daddy. Pick me up. I'm hurt. You right. know, like, I am, I have been done in injustice. Yes. You know, like, no, 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 pick me up. And God is saying, oh, you good. You got it. Mm. You can yeah. do this. And that's a hard lesson. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But in order to be the type of independent that the Lord wants you to be, sometimes you got to get a couple scars because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're going to go through it again. Say that again. Because you're sometimes in order to get to where you need to be, you have to get a couple of scars because mm -hmm. you're going to go through it again. Yeah. And then as you go through it again, it's like, oh, no, no, no. I've been here before. I got it. I know this. Boop, boop, boop. Keep moving. And for yeah. me, that scar is knowing that God is in control and not me. Mm. So, so I run into, fast forward, moving here to Chicago. It was going to be the second part of this. Didn't see that coming. Get you two for it. And I'll make yeah. this one a little bit shorter. Um, crazy housing market. Listen. Right? But I can actually say with confidence I didn't even trip. Because mm. God's got it. Yes, he does. But had I not been through what I'd already been through, I've been yeah. tripping. 
as I should be. Okay. Crazy mortgage rates. What you mean X amount of dollars over asking? What you mean X amount of dollars what out mean? of pocket? Right? This Ooh. math is not adding up. Math is not mathing. Right. So the second part of this is fast forward. Uh, I end up making it the next year. I fell into that 6% that we talked about. Mm -hmm. God is good. Lord be magnified. He yes. would have been either way. I want to put that out there, but he, he saw it fit. Uh, we had the whole pandemic happen. Yes. And yeah. one part of this big for me, had I been promoted when I was supposed to be promoted, nobody would have been there to see it. Wow. And my parents, my dad is 81, my mom is 71, wouldn't have had an opportunity to come to Germany where I was previously stationed to see, because wasn't nobody traveling nowhere. Oh. They, ain't going, they ain't going to Alabama, let alone Germany. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So that was a huge blessing. Um, but the, the part that I wanted to tell you was, so the job that I'm currently in, uh, my dream job has in the Air Force anyway, mm -hmm. has, has been to be a detachment commander. What is that? Glad you asked. So a detachment commander is a person who's over ROTC in your region. Mm, right? Okay. And I was, you know, it's a special board that meets you basically put in an application. Do we want you to come out of your day to day job to come and do this job? And I'm like, I'm the guy, right? Pick me. Yeah. I went and got my doctorate in education in 2016 at USC. Um, I'm talking to God the whole way, like, this is where I think I want to be. I done did my due diligence. I done studied, whoop -de -whoop -de -whoop, put in my application to get the job. Didn't get the job. And I'm like, ah, I've been here before. Mm -hmm. Don't know what you're doing, God, but you got it. I'm going to keep yeah. going on this path you put me on. Yeah, I'm I'm much better this time around. Now, was I upset? Was I frustrated? Yes, but I recovered a lot quicker. I'm like, you know, God got this. We about to rock out. Yes, yes. What I came to find was, as they award these jobs, they do them in waves. I just wasn't okay. in the first wave. Wow. And I'm like, okay, so Chicago and nowhere on my list. I'm like, all right, God, what we doing? Right. Like, like now I'm intrigued by the same pain that I experienced or yeah. what I what I perceived to be pain a few years earlier. You know, the Passover promotion, end up making it. Wanted this job, didn't get it. Actually, you did get it, but you're not going where you think you want to go. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. <sighs> How are we going to do this, guy? So kind of find out when I didn't get the job, mind you, I'm super in my prideful self. Like, man, now I'm a brother. I got a doctorate. And you don't want to send me? Like, how dare you? Again, offended for no reason. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, let me go ahead and humble myself because I've been here before. I don't need God to do it for me. I've learned <laughs> this lesson, come down a couple notches. I did my uh, feedback with my current boss about three, four weeks ago. And he says to me, he says, Matt, you know, we picked you specifically for this job in this location, right? Said, wow. And I said, no. He was like, no, no, no. Well, no detachment has ever moved locations before. So we're moving from Illinois Institute of Technology to the University of Chicago. Okay. We're in okay. the middle of this right now. Um, and he said, because of your academic background, your ability to transverse both worlds, being in the military and being in academia, we wanted you to come here specifically. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Now, mind you, 
literally three, four, five weeks ago, I'm like, how they not gonna pick me? Woo de woo. I'm brolic. Like I'm hot, right? And then it was God saying, no, no, no. I I I know the plans that I have for you. Yes. And I chose I chose <laughs> Right, right. Like I you are my elect. Yeah. You just wasn't your time to serve. Like people yeah. like I will is- you to do this whole three. <laughs> and timing is everything. And so it's been a blessing. We've been here in Chicago for what three, four months now, if that. I think we're mid-July. Um, still moving out of our boxes. I've uh, I think we're in week four of our semester, and it has been utterly amazing. I love that. And I'm walking in it now. So I, I, what I would leave with the people just with that is like, God really does have it. It may not turn out the way you think it should, mm-hmm. but if you have, if God is sovereign, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He is sovereign over all things, not just the little part that you want to give them, right? Right. He going he gonna come in, he gonna wreck shop. Listen. And then you'll look up later, he's like, oh, okay, my bad. Let me sit down. You are God and I'm not. You've been God in a lot longer than <laughs> I have been living. Okay. okay. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. man. Didn't see that coming, man, but man, it is it, is good. Oh it's my good. god. I love that. And um for those of you who miss church on Sunday, when you <laughs> on Tuesday, you're welcome because we will we will have church on this podcast, and that would I mean, Matt, Doctor Matt, first of all, thank you. Like, sure. I, I'm gonna need you to lead with that. Um, wow, like that is so powerful, and I'm I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm ready to jump right into this whole conversation. Let's do it. Um, okay, a couple of things I want to make sure that are clear for all the listeners. Yes, when we started the conversation, you said that there was um, you, you said there was a saying about change. What was that? What was that saying? You said about change. Yeah, like the, oh, nor- about normal. Yes. Oh, there is no normal. Okay. And if, if you're right, okay. Like, so contextually, um, I'm always running into a new normal. Like you try to normalize this, thing, and I get it. Like it is within the human mind, even even like just how we're made up to have normalcy, like routine. That is never gonna stick ever in life. Yeah, yeah. Be used to it. <laughs> there is yeah. no. There is no normal. There's just change. Yes. Yeah. And that's where I believe the Lord wants us to move to, to be able to flow with him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I follow his direction. Yes. And so, be okay. Yeah. Be okay with that. I love that. Um, I wanted to also talk about a part of your story when you had shared very, um, very honestly and vulnerably yeah. about how when you were like, I'm looking around and you seen on Facebook, like, you got the promotion, you got promotion, and you like, I'm happy for him. But one thing I want to point out in these situations um, of, of vulnerability, when we talk about things we didn't see coming, because I want people to feel seen and heard, mm-hmm. is that, you know, that feeling of oftentimes when you feel like you're going through something difficult, it could be just me, but I feel like the world is excelling in the area oh. that I'm going through. Everybody killing it. Everybody killing the game. I mean, which is a nod to your whole point about do not believe the hype of people's finish when you're <laughs> on social and everything. But I mean, the algorithm will will get, have you in a chokehold because mm. you will truly be like, 
how is everybody getting that job? How is everybody getting married? How is everybody having kids? How is everybody getting financial blessings, getting that infamous $500 check in the mail that they didn't see? Right, right. And you but literally I'm like, like, you'll be like, Lord, am I doing something wrong? But I wanted to, um, I appreciated you calling that out because it is difficult. And you know, I often, I often say like, I respect everyone's journey. We're human. We mm-hmm. are. And God mm-hmm. knows what it's like to be human because he came here. Yes. I mean, human, He's been human. there, done that. Been, <laughs> been there, done that. You know, like died, came back. Did right, it. right. <laughs> like, literally. All of literally. Li- literally. Um, but, but it's human to be like, I want to congratulate you. I really do. But it's difficult. And not, I, I don't want to put you on the spot as far as saying yeah. like, I've arrived in this space of of uh, I, oh I I'm I can say congratulations when I'm going through. But what would you say to the person who is is feeling like why is everybody getting what I want and do I am I obligated to show up and be like congratulations everybody or yeah. can I just sit with that or another way of saying that extra long question is like what what is the problematic about sitting in that bitterness when you feel like everybody is, Ooh, is that's a whole exegesis yeah that is a, so i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you my my two cents on it to be keep it on it right sure. so the answer to your question all of them is yes yeah um yes it is okay to sit in that for a second mm-hmm. yes it is okay to not feel like you have to show up and be a part of the celebratory functions and yes it is okay for you to feel like you were done an injustice or treated unfairly or whatever all of those things are okay mm-hmm, mm-hmm. life goes on yeah so you can stay here or you can really walk in what you say you believe which is i'm called i'm qualified i am chosen i am guys like like so 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 what am i saying the truth or the, the facts, i.e. you not getting whatever promotion, yeah. you not having 37 streams of income, mm-hmm. you not having the child that you've been struggling to have, you not, um, you know, graduating from the program on time, whatever that means, yeah, and yeah, whatever yeah. you think yeah. that you should have done, you not, you know, ascending to whatever role that you thought you should have, like, all of those are facts. And I think that we as human beings want to just kind of cover it up with like feel good emotions. Mm -hmm. And you can't do that because to not live in that and to be in that is to take away from what would a future building block of appreciation, right? Yeah, yeah. But the facts never negate the truth. Talk about it. A fact is my wife has lymphedema. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The truth is she is healed. Yes. A fact is I am a father. The truth is, I am God's son. Yes, yes. A fact is, this mortgage is so high. The truth is, the truth. my God will supply all my needs oh, according my to needs. his riches and glory. And both things can be happening at the same time. We just have to recognize that we have to put everything in perspective. Mm, Yeah. And when you put things in perspective, it helps you come out of that bitterness because we don't want to stay in bitterness. You can be upset. You can even be angry. Guy, I'd say, I say this to people all the time. 
God gave you every emotion that you have, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but do not let emotions be your master. Yes. They are there. They are a good indicator. And some people say, mm-hmm. emotions have no place in decision-making. I disagree with that. Yeah, yeah. They just can't rule the decision-making. That they can be a part of God gave them to Three you. Three nuggets on today. Right, right. Like God, God gave them to you. Like use them. Like, like yeah. he gave you these tools. Yeah. You can't let it rule. You have to let the truth rule your mm-hmm. decisions. Mm-hmm. And I know I, I fully recognize that we have people on this podcast that are not Christians or not believers, totally. maybe totally. of different religions and different backgrounds. That still does not negate the truth. The truth is you are a unique individual. Mm-hmm. The truth is that you have a purpose. Yes. The truth is that nothing can stop that. That's yeah. just flat out truth. It's true. Your your path just may not be as straight as everybody yeah. else's. Yes. And that's okay. It's okay. It really is. Hey, you don't run as fast as somebody else. Lord knows I would like to have hair right now. Let's keep it a hundred all the way. But that is not my journey. Yeah, yeah. And that's okay. That's okay. It really is. It is. Because this is how God has created me and we're going to knock it out. Yes. And that is a, that's a, such a beautiful place of surrender to, to get to, because you really do have to surrender to that. It, to, to want, especially when you're a person who is like, I work hard for what I get. And, you know, we, we use words like I deserve that. I earned that. And that is, and I'm, I am hmm. to know I am that person. <laughs> like, I'm like, I earned that A. I earned this emotion and you have. And I think one biggest thing um, that I had to remember that that you spoke into is you you could have earned it and you can get the promotion, but we have to release where it comes from. And I think I've said that a couple of times, like God gave it to you. It just didn't come the way you wanted to. Like, so he wasn't blind to the fact, like I honor the work that you put in, the integrity that you put in your work, the excellence in what you worked within. Um, but let, let it needing to come like this from this organization at this time with this amount, let that go. Cause I could bless you, you gotta let that go. with a better amount, amount in a better place from a different organization, like all of those things release and, and, Absolutely. and be completely surrendered. And that to me is one of the hardest things because we are conditioned to think that we do have control over the who, what, where, when, how, and he's like, you wasting your good time. All of them. So, so, yeah. Allison, let me tell you, girl. Oh, Jesus. Like, we live in a world that is conditioning us to manipulate everything in our lives. Wow. Yeah. Manipulate time. Like, we want to speed up this process. It don't work like that. Manipulate the relationships, manipulate every little thing to get what we want. Mm. And what I'm starting to see now where I am and the question I asked is you know and a lot of things is like to what end yeah for what okay cool you made your first six figures you made your first seven figures right you you got the job you got the man you got the woman you got this or you or you didn't to what end the listen what am I servicing here who am I helping yeah who, how is this changing something for somebody other than myself? Mm-hmm. Like, we got to get out of this me, 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 me. Like, for, for, my, for my believers, like, what is God telling you to do? Like, what is your purpose? And a purpose is not a, 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 a destination. It's a journey. Yeah. Like, like, are you doing that thing? 
Totally. If you're doing that thing, keep it moving. Yeah. If not, let's have another discussion and then we keep you keep moving. Right. <laughs> you know right. Totally. We gotta get past that, man. Is is yeah. we we gotta live in a place where the things that we do are not so self-serving. Totally. We got to get there. So, yeah, um. I just looked up the word manipulate because you said it. And I think it hit a uh, struck a core with me because I think I, all of us would probably say we're not manipulative. Hmm? That's such a negative connotation. It, does. it means to handle or control, to control or influence cleverly, sometimes unfairly. But to your point, yeah, we've been conditioned to manipulate everything, even ourselves. Like we manipulate ourselves and how we think and how we engage with others and manipulate our children and our goals and our futures. We try to manipulate literally our futures to ourselves. Yes. And and that it's crazy that you said that because I haven't thought of it in that way because no one would ever self-identify as being manipulative. Um but yeah, it, it really, and, and freedom, let me tell you, real freedom is on the other side of like, your will be done, that prayer. Ooh, yes. And I say all the time, and, and that, honestly, that prayer, I had to learn to be comfortable with it. And I was sharing with someone, in order to pray that prayer, you have to know the heart of God. Because, yeah. Because, um, you know, I was praying for something and I was sharing with my mom and it was some, it's, it's, a, it's in fact, I'm, it's still a prayer. So I've been praying for it. And my mom was like, you know, if I could do that for you, I would, I would have done it. Like if I could literally create all that you're asking and mm-hmm. give you, I would have done it as, as mm-hmm. your mother. She was like, and I'm your earthly mom. Like I want what you want. I cry for what you cry for. My heart breaks for what your heart, you know, for what your heart is broken for why your heart is broken. Mm-hmm. And when she said that, I literally, not at the moment, but I did like cry on the way home because I was like, truly, because that's my mom, just my mom in human form who would do all of that. And then I serve a father who has the ability to be like, I can give you that all. I'm not going to give it to you whack. I'm not going to give it to you out of season. I'm not going to give it to you broken. But you have to trust that I'm going to give it to you. But once I understood, like, that's the father's heart because I, I could parallel that to my mother's heart yeah you pray god your will be done is amazing and i love in all capital letters what you said with when you gave the analogy of like you're gonna be all right like it, it truly like god is constantly saying that and we like that's what's up but anyway i really do need you to pick me up exactly. and solve the problem the way, like right now yeah. and and how many times, and I know that's not everybody's story, but for, for those of us who have had a privilege of um, having dynamic parents or guardians in our lives, we know that moment when our parents said it was going to be all right, and it and we just didn't like the advice, and we didn't see it happening. But then we can look back and say, like, but it was all right. Like, it really was all right. Allison, let me tell you, trust. let me tell you this, girl, let me tell you this. So, so to your point of thy will be done. Like, yeah. As a, I'm give you two pieces, two pieces here. Sure. So, as a man, 100% frank, as a man, yeah, to tell me that I have to surrender rages against everything that the world wants me to be. Mm. Mm. Like, hey, I need you to let go, because we're in a world that that um, applauds beast mode, yeah, grind mode. 365 go hard yeah work 18 to 24 hours a day yeah like like yeah, rah 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 and and the lord is saying 
my will be done. Yes. Now, that's not to negate the fact that in certain cases, thy will does require those things. Like, like it does. Thank you for that disclaimer, everybody. to, to, To the balance that comes with it is, I think a lot of us pray prayers, right? And, and start to do things. And we bring it to God like on a tray and we don't want God to bless it. We want God to co-sign on it. Like, here God, isn't this what you want for my life? Like, whoa, hold up. Uh, that's, all of that is not what I want I'll use it, right? but that ain't, that ain't what I want. So that, that's one piece. And then you reminded me of something like, you talked about how your mom talked about like hey if i could give you this now i would i had i had the lord minister one of the strongest lessons to me through chick-fil-a right i'm ready right all right so my kids love chick-fil-a fries who yeah. doesn't they're they're pretty tasty they're not as good as rallies but that's a whole nother that's thing fair. that's People fair i don't even really know season fries but that's oh. i'm dating myself but anyway we're chick-fil-a we're in the line um and we go through, get the food. Fries is hot, super hot. <laughs> so, now mind you, I told you earlier that you know fatherhood literally illuminates the voice of God in your mm-hmm. life. And my kids are in the back screaming now because they can see the daddy. Now, this is when they were younger. Um, I think Ava might have been five. The boys like two or three. Love mm-hmm. these fries. They screaming, hey, "Daddy, I want the fries now! I want the fries now!" And I, no kidding, looked back to them, said, I want to give you the fries, but if I gave you the fries right now, you will hurt yourself. Yeah. You Do you it. trust me? And I, I literally almost broke down in tears in that moment in Chick-fil-A because that, that had nothing to do with my kids. Oh, And everything absolutely. to do because it, it happened, it happened right after I didn't get my promotion. And I was like, oh God. Won't he do it? Speaking like, he's speaking to me through the fries. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, he said, if I give it to you now, it's gonna hurt you. Do you trust me? I mean, I'm, I'm like, the answer to at this moment. And I'm like, huh, but that's that's a hard pill to swallow when you hard. feel like you deserve. And you feel like you've earned and you've done all of the things because it says the, the Bible also says without faith, work, without uh, work, like, help me out. Um, yeah, faith without work is dead. Yeah, yeah. It's, it says that. So I, I've been working, I've been doing yeah. like, come on, yeah. God, like, but where's the faith? Yeah. Where's the thy will be done? Where's the I surrender? Listen. Like, yeah, you've been doing all these things. Mm-hmm. Facts. But the truth is, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Yeah. That is not a conditional statement. N- no. It is not predicated. It's not a, a predicated statement. Like, there's not a scripture before or after that would change its context. Without yeah. faith, it is impossible to please God. Yes. Period. Yes. Hard stop. Yes. Oh, that's hard to swallow. You know what else is hard to swallow since we're on that? And you and you talked, you said this, because I made a point to come back to it. And, and you said it real quick. And I was like, let me put a <laughs> let me put a pin on that. Is you said when you got the promotion, you were like, God be magnified. And then you said, but God would have been magnified either way. 
And I wanted to stop there because that is a real tough pill to swallow because it's very easy to magnify, shout, give a testimony, post when mm-hmm. it work out. Mm-hmm. And when it doesn't work out, and, and often people don't understand like a no is usually rooted in a, a better yes, mm-hmm. but they still accept that no. And so w- when, when you can truly get to a point when you're like, it didn't happen, and still to God mm-hmm. be glory, to God, to God, God, I love you, I praise you, all of those things. I mean, I wish I, I wish we could all pretend like we grown enough to be like, oh yeah, I just that's I do that anyway. Like, no, you don't. And I mean, be magnified. (laughs) (laughs) I totally didn't get that job, and yeah, you know that whole relationship went down in flames. But yeah, I just want to take this time to worship. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's let's keep it 100. But I love, 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 love that you said that because it's so easy. Even even with this theme of I didn't see it coming. We are what I, I mean. I, I'm so grateful that we are getting to sh- to share with people these stories where there was this moment of uncertainty, of mm-hmm. darkness, of unfairness, mm-hmm. of injustice, and then we have the luxury and the privilege. And I'm so grateful for all of these guests to hear the other side of that. And and I hope that listeners are encouraged by hearing the other side of that. Um, but knowing that prior to that other side, it, there still was a no. Mm-hmm. There was a no to the promotion the first time. There was. Mm-hmm. There was a no that you didn't get this job at, at that particular time. Mm-hmm. Those were no's. And you have to make the conscious decision to say, but God, I, I trust you. And not just trust. I put faith on that trust. Like mm-hmm. I put faith insurance and I be so active about it. By, exactly. By magnifying your name. Yeah. And you can magnify it either way. And in that obedience and 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 true and true posture of a real heart of Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in control mm-hmm. um, you see that it ended up being better than what you had even asked or imagined yeah. but that that posture that that uh awareness of god be magnified either way i really wanted to just shout that a little louder because so i'm gonna dig in a little bit because you just you just struck a chord with me i have been like in my mind i'm like a closet preacher mm. And I've been, I've been dealing with that, this idea. I'm over here nodding. Of, uh, all right, come on. You say it again. I'm over here nodding. Like, yeah. Okay, so, so, so I've been dealing with this idea of position versus posture. Mm-hmm. Right. Say more. Position is always relative to something. Yeah. Posture is a proactive choice. Yes. Your position is you didn't get promoted. Right. Your posture is the Lord be magnified. Yes, yes. Your position is, I ain't get them coins like I thought I was going to get. Your posture is, the Lord be magnified. Yes. And I think that, and he, even with the Lord be magnified, like it doesn't change who God is. Totally. It changes how you look at him. Like, look at the word, magnify, make it bigger. Okay, yeah. cool. So I am going to choose not this position. I'm going to choose a posture that says, the Lord is bigger. Get it. Didn't get this. Didn't get that. This didn't happen. I'm hurt. Knee surgery. Hey. Like, like, okay, got hey. it. The Lord is still bigger. Bigger. Because here's the, the posture overrides the position. There we go. And, and, and I think there's even a vulnerability in that. The Lord is bigger. I still don't know what he's going to do. Fact. But I know he's bigger. Yes. He's better. 
whatever yes. he got yes again posture yes i am just ugh. i'm gonna go right here right here i don't i and my position could have never changed yeah i'm in in the same place, my position relative to the people on Instagram, relative yes. to my friends, yes. relative to you know my homegirl who got married, and I I, I deserve to get married. I want to get right. married. Like like no 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 no. Your position is the same. What is your posture? Yes, you okay. control your posture. Listen, I would take off running, but obviously, <laughs> I'm just joking. Your I'm running in the spirit in that chair. <laughs> That's my position. But, but your posture, come on. Okay. Come God, on. God, God, God be magnified in the situation. I yeah. love that. I love that. Yeah, I love man. Um, and, and I think in recognizing I didn't expect that or mm -hmm. I didn't see that coming, we can ask, do a self-assessment. Okay, I didn't see that. What posture am I going to choose now? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's okay to deal with the emotion and the frustration and the fear and the embarrassment or whatever, all of those negative emotions. Again, God gave them to you. Yeah. Those are okay for a period. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to sit here and determine that I know what that is because I don't. Totally. But what is your posture? Yeah. Like when I listened to the last young lady, I was amazed by her posture. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It doesn't change her position. Yeah. She is fathering a son who is now a teenager and she is in her position. Yes. Yes. And it, yes. It is for a foreseeable future. Yeah. Based upon what I heard on the podcast, that yeah. may not change. For the first episode. But her yeah. posture mm -hmm. is I have a community. Yes. Her posture is. I'm going to open my mouth and ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. What posture are you going to choose? Because mm -hmm. that's yours. Yeah. That's something that you own. Yeah. But in order to do that, you have to recognize where you are. Yeah. So. That's so good. I love that. Whew. I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> before there's there's so much going on in this one episode that i'm gonna have i hope everybody listens twice because you almost gonna need to listen to it twice to get it um uh, we're not even done recording and i'm prepared to listen to it twice um <laughs> but uh b before before i kind of close out the uh, one one other thing that you said that i i, I um appreciated was when you went we're going through the application for the job that you currently now have in chicago um you you were talking about like I had I had to go through something again that feeling of like being potentially overlooked or from from your perception uh passed over mm -hmm. and then you were like but I realized you know kind of again going back like you realized you had that posture like God you got this I've been through this before and then you said and I was able to get through it a lot quicker and I think that's so important because there will be a lot of repetition in the things that we go through. I mean, we we live in a broken world. We're in this world. We're not of it, but mm -hmm, things will mm -hmm. happen. But we are, God has proven time and time again that, you know, all things are working and I, and that he wastes nothing in your life. Every everything you go through, he, he takes that and, and makes it worth your wild. And so um, I love that you said that you got through a lot quicker because a part of you getting through a lot quicker was one, 
being aware and having that moment of remembrance of how good God has been. Yeah. And then um, and then choosing to be like, let me apply what I did learn when I had to go to, that right. to this now moment. And I think some of us find ourselves back in the, the same level of depth of hurt um, and, and maybe not hurt, but like uh, the struggle to get over the obstacle because yeah. we're not taking the time to remember yeah. like, wait, God has showed up multiple yeah. times. Yeah. He has nothing else to prove. We need to remember and we need to remember what he's done. We, mean, we need to remember that he went to the cross. We need to remember that the greater one lives inside of us. We need mm-hmm. to remember that when I didn't think I had anything, he was Jehovah Jireh. Like mm-hmm. those are the things that we have to call out and remember so that what, what the enemy could mean to take us out again on another mm-hmm. attempt. Like we're not even about to, we're not even about to do that. Yeah. Like, so, so I do this thing, um, uh, I don't even know I have a name for it, but, you know, whenever you get a little funky, you know, bad mood, you can go all the way to depression. And I'm not talking mm-hmm. um, a non-medical treatment. That's not my expertise. I'm just talking about what I've done and we give thanks. And so it literally is putting ourselves in remembrance. Yeah. Like, it's crazy when you break down, like, do this in remembrance of me. Like, no, no, no. God don't need to remember. You do. Right. Like, right. And who he is and what he's done and, and, and his character and what we do. I know my daughter a lot. It just like literally just start listing off the things that you are thankful for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's a powerful weapon. It is. Like, because yes. it, it, it's yep. something, it, it starts with like this low growl, like, you know, I don't want to do this. Okay. I'm thankful that I'm breathing. Thankful that I can walk and I'm alive thankful for a roof over my head mm-hmm. and then it starts to awaken the inner man that lives on the inside of you that recognizes who God is yeah and more importantly who he is to you yes and it grows and it grows and it grows and you're like you know what I can do this yeah you know what actually I've been here before I know what this is yes. let me go ahead and rock it out man like because it, again, it gives you this perspective, like, all right, I am where I am. Didn't see that coming, but God, okay, let me start with what I know. Mm-hmm. I know that I've been in this place before. I know this is how it worked out. Okay, now that's a pretty good track record, God. Now, now I need to be put in remembrance of your track record right? because he never fails. Ever. So <laughs> let me jump on to that. Yes, because yes. obviously I feel and well, I will I feel hard, like mm-hmm. <laughs> but with all, him, have, all yeah. things are possible, you know. Yeah. And that remembrance is so 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 important. Yeah. So important. Mm. Wow. Okay, brother Dr. Reverend Matthew <laughs> Weaver. Um, thank you so much for this wisdom. Um, but I, I'm gonna I wanna close out with how people can get in touch with you. So I'm gonna do that in a second. Before okay. I do that. Um, every episode, I like to add this, this moment of levity, but still purposeful of, um, specifically this season, I'm asking everyone what is, or who is their favorite character from either a TV show or a book. And I'm asking what their favorite character is because it's on the premise of what do you appreciate about their story, how they overcame or their story arc. Mm -hmm. So why, who is your favorite character and why? I know this is going to sound super churchy, Mm -hmm. but mine is David. Um, King David in the Bible. Yes. And his story speaks to me very loudly. Yes. 
So um, I got into the Air Force back in 2005. I'm at year 17. I had planned to do four years to pay for college and get out. I am mm -hmm. still here, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's by choice, not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I feel that, and I know that, that there are plans that God has for my life beyond this particular career field. Mm -hmm. And it, it, for those who know the story of David, David was promised that he was going to be king when he was a teenager. And I don't think he ascended the throne for like 17 years or something like that. Uh, all of my theologians probably going to check me and That's make okay. comments, but whatever. Hater. Uh, right. <laughs> but it's volumes to me because David had to be diligent with what God placed in his life for a very long season. Mm -hmm. Long to him. It, it yeah. feels like Again, everybody passing me on this track of life. Like, mm -hmm. God, I'm over here. I think I'm hot, but it ain't really, it ain't really working like I thought it was gonna, gonna work, you know. And and that story just speaks volumes. Well like, I mean, I could also talk about a part where David was extra ratchet. Um, I might I might have been ratchet at one point in my life. <laughs> we all got a story. Like your man straight. Took somebody's wife and sent him to war. I ain't never right. been that bad, but right. God, you know, like you and still he was a man after God's own heart. That part right there, he stole that album off. Like yeah. he was a man after God's own heart. And so I think to two ends to your question. Uh, one, it is shows that God is no respecter of persons. Mm -hmm. um, actually, three. One, he's no respecter of persons. Two, um, just because God makes you a promise doesn't mean that it's in your timing. Underline and bold. Yes. And then the third part is that obedience is what makes you a person after God's own heart. Yeah. Like, that don't mean you ain't going to fail. That don't mean like, because the word says um, uh, to know him is to, or to, to know him is to follow his commandments. Mm -hmm. Like, like to, to love him is to follow his word. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if I love him, I'm going to be obedient. Yeah. yeah that, mm, Ooh, that is a challenge that we're all faced with every day. Opportunity yeah. to excel. Like, <laughs> and we will be faced with it every yeah. day. Yeah. So that's why I resonate with David. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he did his thing. David, man, he was a good looking dude. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But hey, so I rock with David. That's my guy. I love that. I love that. You are officially the first person to give a real person from the Bible. So you going to heaven. You want to hey, hey, let me in. Longer okay. than that number. <laughs> Truly. Um, okay. I I know that if you heard this podcast, you can see everything I was sharing with you, Matt, is just a solid dude. And I know that some of you may be wondering, how can I um, follow him on social media platforms? Maybe it's get a hold for speaking engagements. I don't know. I let the, the possibilities rise. But Matt, how can people um, get a hold of you and or follow you? Okay, cool beans. Uh, I use Facebook and I use Instagram. I have not switched over to the TikToks and Twitters because it's too uh, much for me. <laughs> but on, uh, on Facebook is Mr. Weaver, Mr. MR period Weaver. And mm -hmm. then on Instagram is Matt underscore weave, Matt weave, Matt underscore weave on IG. Um, yeah. So you check me out there. Make sure y'all do check him out. 
Matt, thank you so much. Dr. Matt, I feel like I need to say Dr. Matt on, on some GP. Y'all, like, that's that's a real thing. I, I respect that. Um, thank you so much for being on this season and this episode and sharing your I didn't see it coming story. Um, and, and low key, just for dropping word, if I had a bucket for offering, I pass it. Hey. So y'all can be, y'all can go follow him and be a blessing because that was um, phenomenal. And then let the Lord use you, yeah. Pastor. Um, yeah. as you continue to just share, share what he's done in your life, but also in sharing what he's done for you, sharing what God can do for, for others in a way that's super relatable. And, um, and just to see that, yeah, you may have not seen it coming, but God was there the whole time. Um, yeah. every step, so Woo. he did see it. He saw it yeah. coming and he was, he was already there on the other side. Yeah, that's good. Thank you, Allison, so much for having me. Thank you for your hospitality. Thank you for your wisdom and your grace. It has been an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Um, have a wonderful and blessed week, and we will just talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you.